everybody, it's uh, Matthew here, Finn from the official SDGC, here with a special guest, Saki herself. Saki bless! You don't have to talk like that the no, whole time. No, I know, but I had to say okay. the catchphrase. Okay, God. Uh, I was just picturing doing this review with you in that voice, and I wanted to just quit right now. Don't validate negative feelings towards me. <laughs> so we are talking about a little game called Bug Snacks. Talking about Bug Snacks. We got a uh, review code, and... We had to do this as a tag team because of all the games announced for next gen, there was only one that Saki immediately gravitated to. I can't help it. It had googly eyes. It is my moral obligation as a googly-eyed sock puppet to review the game about googly-eyed fruits. Or snacks. Well, snacks. Not everything's a fruit up in that up in that snack tooth island. This is true. So we're going to do a review. Uh, this game is surprisingly story focused. So we're not going to we're going to do our best to avoid any story spoilers because that would do a disservice to anyone about to play this game. Darn. I know there's so much to talk about. All right. So for those that aren't aware, Bug Snacks is essentially what would happen if you gave Pokemon Snap a, uh, a story mode. And instead of just taking pictures of things, you also had to capture them. So it's like Pokemon with food body horror. Yeah, there is a main plot point, but one of the nice features about this game is they highly encourage and reward you for doing all of the side quests with the characters. They eventually give you rewards that are useful, but then you get to learn all of the different characters, and you get invested in their storylines, and they're just cute AF, and it's a good time. Yeah, they're called, what, Grumpuses? Grumpuses. Yeah, they, they look like uh, little Muppets. Like, they would feel right at home on Sesame Street, but they are these little creatures that could transform body parts anytime they eat a bug snack. And the crux of this game, it starts with a mystery. You get on this island... And the person that invited you there has gone missing. And that's the gist of the story. That's about as deep as I'll get into telling you what the story's about. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about all the stuff you liked about the game? Like, what, what were some of the things that made this such a compelling experience for you? Well, I'm not sure that the first thing that I want to talk about is super compelling, but I just thought made it super wholesome and on par for a game with googly eyes is the characters themselves are actually incredibly inclusive. There is a um, character that uses the they pronoun, and there's no issue made about that. There are two characters, kind of like a will they, won't they, and it is a gay couple, and nobody questions it. Um, it's just a very, very inclusive game, and not a whole lot of fuss is made about that. Yeah, uh, that like the, all these people are in their relationships, and it's never brought up as a plot point. It's just something that exists, and they don't even like call it out by name. You just pick it up, and you're like, "Oh, well, that's nice," because everyone's so wholesome. Without, because we can talk about some of the characters without spoiling anything. My favorite character was Chanlo. The Chanlo uh, is best bro. The frat bro, Bugs uh, Grumpus, and he is just a delight. And I'm pretty sure. Anyone else playing this will agree that some of his dialogue moments are some of the best of the whole game. Yeah, he's he's the very wholesome dude, bro. I think dialogue-wise, he probably does have the best lines. Um, Wiggle is a weird one. She's got some one-offs that make her fun, and then Shelda. I think Shelda's got some great little gems in there. So... 
how there one of the, the gameplay hook in this game is that you're give you progressively get a bunch of uh, tools at your disposal and it's kind of got a little metroidvania vibe in that way where there are just some bug snacks in some areas you cannot reach until you've progressed the plot to the point where you've gotten certain items and areas opened up mm -hmm. and so it's really fun to finally get to go back to areas where you couldn't catch a bug snack before and you're able to uh, finally you know get that bug snack not to mention that the way the world builds in on itself, so in the introductory area, you're given the first tool, you learn how to catch bug snacks with that tool, then you're given a second tool and suddenly you start combining them and you have to build on strategies based on what you're given, based on what you know works, and then kind of experiment a little bit to catch all of them because you got to catch them all. You gotta all the bug snacks because yeah, so some of them get pretty devious in how you have to combine your tools. Maniacal, I would say maniacal. Like sometimes I feel like I caught one out of pure luck and happenstance, just to find out that no, I was actually supposed to do it that way. I feel like there were a couple that were pure luck, and I just got very lucky, and I was not supposed to do it that way. Speaking of the bug snacks, though, what was some of your favorite of the bug snacks? Because I I know the answer. Let's I want to hear what you say, though. Scoopy Banoopy. It's the Scoopy Banoopy, the friggin' banana sundae bug snack. And he just walks around going, Scoopy Banoopy. Well, Sounding like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but he's a jerk, though. He is a jerk. So, okay, because some of these bug snacks, it's not like Pokemon Snap where they're just passive. Some of these bug snacks will attack you. They are aggressive. They are aggressive. And they have different elemental properties that you have to... Uh, get around there's some that are fire based and some that are ice based and some that are wind based that create the little wind tunnels yeah there's a there, there there's a lot of variety in the game and a game that i thought could have been fairly repetitive it, it kept opening up new content new areas new abilities and new story and quests that kept the game like kept you want to do that just one more let's go get one more bug snack yeah let's finish one more quest let's do one more thing before we go to sleep and there was so many quests. Yeah, they they really build up the side quest nature of it so that you get invested in the Grumpuses, or is it Grumpy? I'm going to go Grumpy. with Grumpy. Grumpy. Um, so that you get involved with them, and then, like I said earlier, they will really reward you for completing the side quests because that's what enables you to move on with the main quest. It's not a... It wasn't a quick game. How much time do you think we spent on this? Well, I mean... I guess your mileage may vary depending on how quickly and cleverly you catch the bug snacks. I mean, there was some way we just beat our head against the wall to figure out how to get them. Buffalo cheap poof. The the flaming cheap poof. Flaming cheap poof. The the giant butterfly Cheeto puff that's basically a fi uh, a fiery uh, Cheeto. Oh, yeah. What an asshole. He was uh, an asshole. What do you uh there. The things that surprised me were the fact that there were boss battles in this game. Yeah, and I don't want to get into those too much because that's going to be a big old spoiler alert. Um, but the boss battles are probably some of the most fun parts of the game. And and it's not all great. Like, there are some control issues and some jank in it being a first-person platforming catch -em game made by a smaller studio. Uh, I mean, there are times where jumps don't quite land where you want them to, or your traps don't aim properly. Or if you're trying to track something to aim properly, the aiming mechanism can get really, really wonky, and sometimes you're just SOL. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes the camera will stick to one thing when you want to just take a picture of the thing next to it. 
Yeah, that's one issue. Because one thing about this game is when you have your camera feature, A, they want you to take pictures of literally every snack. And when you're investigating the areas, you might find other environmental features that are of note. So, for example, you may know a bug snack is near because it's leaving some kind of trail. And sometimes the snacks will hide and sometimes the snacks will be crossing paths with other things. And sometimes your camera just doesn't want to cooperate and just focuses on the one thing you've already taken a gosh darn picture of. But none of that stopped the game from being fun. Like at no point did we get so frustrated that we wanted to quit. And I think that's a testament to how fun the game is. Yeah, no, definitely. There there were very few complaints, and it was mostly about what I wish had been added to make it a little bit easier. Um, number one, fast travel would have been nice. <laughs> fast travel would have been a keek. Um, the way the map works is you can go through one land to get to the other one, but that means you have to run from opposite ends wait for the load screen because we're playing it on the ps4 before the ps5 comes out so there's still load screens and sometimes it's just really really annoying to have to run through literally everything when you're just trying to catch one thing and fast travel would have been good for that however i will say one uh thing a positive about the load screens is that the load screens start with just the single strawby the first bug snack you catch as a tutorial and then each new bug snack you catch they get added to the load screen. And so it becomes kind of like a time capsule of how much progress you've made. And while it doesn't make load screens less annoying, it does make them a little more fulfilling, I guess. I don't know if fulfilling is the right word, but it's just fun to see. It's like, oh, look, hey, there's the insert bug snack here that we just caught. There's the noodler, which is just a ramen noodle bowl with uh, with, uh, uh, chopstick legs. Or the cookie. The cookie, which is a Oreo cookie. I don't know, like, uh, I will say, I, I don't know why this surprised me, but in a game about eating bug food, the flavor text in this game is so strong. The pun game is super strong. The pun game and the descriptions. When you take a picture of a bug snack, you can actually press a button and it'll cut to a, uh, a comment that one of the villagers has made about the bug snack. And it's usually always charming and wholesome. Yeah, it, the, the entire game is just charming and wholesome with a mystery thrown in that kind of changes the plot, and that's all we're gonna say about that. the the game This game's story is was not expected, so it, in a good way. Like it just, it, I did not think this game would have such a strong plot because I didn't play too much of Octodad, the company's previous game, but it didn't have nearly as strong a story as this one, to my recollection. Well, I never played it either, so I'll take your word for it. That's right. So, are there, what else did you want to uh, talk about bug snacks? I don't know. I feel like we've covered a lot of it, but I don't know. It's just one thing that I really did like is the voice acting for all of the Grumpy. Um, you get really invested in the characters. The voice actors did a great job. And also, when you beat the game and you get the credits, you get to see all of the voice actors that voiced various bug snacks. So you've got one person that does like 10 different snacks. And when you catch the snack, the sound actually comes through on your controller. I think that was my favorite part when we discovered that when you catch it. And I mean, 
the PlayStation built-in mic is a hit or miss thing, but in this game, it's definitely a fun little addition where you catch it, and as it goes into your pack, it, it makes its little Pokemon call from your controller microphone. It's almost like Astrobot vibes. Yeah, in that way. Um, and what's nice, too, is when you are looking for bug snacks, they reward you for playing with the sound on. There are several species that are sneaky AF, and you only know they are near you because you will hear them make a sound. Yeah, you have to. I mean, they, they're very similar in Pokemon in that regard, where they're, the only sound they'll make is their own name. Yeah. So you have to have your ears out. And uh, I'm pretty sure if you are playing on PS5, it's going to use the 3D audio in a really cool way. So. Yeah. No, because there we were. Can't, we can't <laughs> confirm that because we've only played it on PS4. Yeah. It, it was fun because what we would do when we were playing this together is I was often the exploration aspect. And if there were some snacks that I just said I give up and then I'd hand it to Matt. Um,. But there were a couple of tricky ones where I was able to figure out, or I was the one that was using the sound detection, and it felt like I was freaking using echolocation, <laughs> um, to jump up and find where some of these sneaky people were, because you sometimes had to jump up on walls that you weren't quite sure you were supposed to climb, and then magically you can climb it, and then, oh, look, a bug snack! Um, so it actually really rewards exploration, because they hide things in random places yeah i mean it's just uh it was such a fun game and i think that's really what it comes down to is a game like this could have been seen as just a simple meme game like oh it, it blew up because of its song and its silliness but it it, it there it didn't have the right to be as good as it was it, it it pulled on your heartstrings some too um one of the characters triffany her, one of her little side quests is actually incredibly sweet and, and kind of bittersweet there at the end, and you kind of feel for her a little bit. Um, and there's just some moments that kind of pull on your heartstrings, and then you're really happy because you really get invested in the in the grumpy. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's good times. Yeah. What a fun game. So, parting thoughts. Would you recommend Bug Snacks? Oh, 100%. I would love to talk about Bug Snacks. Looking forward to Bug Snacks 2 Electric Bugaloo. Oh my god, get out. Ah. Uh, no, if uh, if you have a PS5, there's really no reason not to play cuz it's going to be free on PlayStation Plus on November. So it it, it costs 0, well, you have to have a PlayStation 5. But <laughs> You know, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can ha add it to your queue or your library, so it's waiting for you. Uh, basically, what it comes down to is it's it's worth your time. Give it a shot. Yeah, 100%. Thank you, Saki, for joining me. Saki, bless! You all have a great night. Bye.